the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Bob Bernie Live. And again, it's my privilege, my honor, to welcome you back to the Bill Bunkley Show and Bob Bernie Live. They are both the same today. We are simulcasting in Columbus, Ohio, and in Tampa, Florida, and at least... I am not jealous of all of you folks in Tampa when I have the privilege of sitting in for Bill. And it's uh, like four degrees snowing, and the wind chill is like 28 below zero outside. And I uh, have the privilege of simulcasting with Bill's show down in Tampa, and I'm going, oh, my goodness, it would be so nice to be down in Tampa. I love Ohio. I love Columbus. Been here for 47 years, I guess. But I hate winter. I still, I hate winter. I really do. But it is a spectacular day in Columbus. I hope it's a beautiful day in Tampa as well. No, I don't. I hope it's raining cats. No, no, (laughs) no, I don't. I hope you're having a beautiful day as well. Uh, Folks, listen, um, I said it earlier in the program, uh, the devil really does live in the extremes. If the devil can get us to go to one extreme or the other in any topic, any subject, he wins. And so I am constantly pleading with my listeners and judging myself on this thing of balance, balance. And it is certainly true in the political arena. The last two presidential elections, I have seen the Christian community go nutso in politics and for a particular candidate. And I really believe that they think If they can just get the right person elected, we can turn America around. I got news. I got news. No political candidate, even president, is going to turn America around. Are you saying, Bob, that elections don't matter? Oh, no, 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 no. I would never say that. Look at the condition of the country today and compare it to four years ago. Oh, yes, elections matter. Oh, my goodness, elections matter. But, as I say at the beginning of my program every day, the opening that I have for my program every day, I say something like, hey, listen, what's happening in Washington, D.C.? 
is not as important as what is happening in the pews and the pulpits of America every weekend and throughout the week. The future of America is not bound up in the next election. It is in what is happening spiritually. Bob, do you really believe that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really do. And, uh, hey, listen, I voted for Donald Trump. I supported Donald Trump. I didn't like a whole lot of the things that he did, but he was clearly the better alternative. Uh, Clearly the better alternative to Hillary Clinton and clearly the better alternative to Joe Biden. So, yeah. But I never thought that he was the answer to America's problems. But I have a lot of friends who spent, and this is what I want to get to, extremes, who spent more time working on a political campaign trying to get the right politician elected, whether it's president or senate or whatever. They spent much more time on political campaigns than trying to tell people about Jesus, trying to get people into a good Bible-believing church. Much, 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 much more time going door-to-door, passing out leaflets, uh, on uh, sending emails, getting on the phones, putting signs in their yard, signs all over their yard. Much, much, much more time than they ever gave to their church. In other words, in reality, I knew a whole bunch of people who are far more dedicated to support Donald Trump than they were to support Jesus. And that, my friend, is wrong. Now, please don't misunderstand me. Please don't misquote me. I am not saying we should not be involved in politics, because I believe we should. But we've got to understand priorities. What is going on in the spiritual world is a thousand times more important than what's going on in the political world. And I said all of that because there is this fierce debate about Christian nationalism, white nationalism. And I don't know if any two people can give you the same definition for Christian nationalism. I have read probably 20 different definitions of what Christian nationalism is. And to be really honest, some of the definitions that I've read of what Christian nationalism is, I read the definition and say, don't count me in on that. If that's the definition, I am not a Christian nationalist. Uh Uh-uh, no, 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 no. On the other hand, I have read several definitions of Christian nationalism, and I have to say, "Mm, count me in. Yeah, I am a Christian who loves my country. I am a Christian who is patriotic, and I'm not ashamed of it. I love America. So it seems that everybody has a different definition of what Christian nationalism is. Those who look at it negatively 
have their own definition. Those of those who look at it positively have a positive definition. And so sadly, it doesn't mean anything. And here's my challenge. I hope you will be involved in the political process. It's important. It infects all of us. But please remember what's really important. And that's winning people to Jesus. Building your local church and doing whatever you can to help your church reach your community for Jesus Christ. I heard someone say on the radio today, you know, if this would happen and this would happen and this would happen and this would happen, we could have a Republican landslide like we had in 1994. Well, I remember 1994. I remember the contract with America and then, you know, all of that. And so many Christians were so excited about the Republican landslide in 1994 because America was going to be changed forever because we got our candidates. And it was a conservative Republican landslide. If you looked at America two years later, yeah, the economy was pretty good. A lot of good things had happened. Was there any form or shape of spiritual revival? No. Did attendance at local Bible-believing churches increase? No. Did we see anything really positive for the cause of Christ? No, not really. I mean, it made all of us conservatives happy. We were much more pleased with our government than we usually are. But my point is, we did not get what we were promised. We are coming up on a very contentious political season. Study the candidates. Vote biblically, not politically. But make sure that your priorities are right. Whatever time, effort, devotion you give to politics, make sure you give more to your local church. I plead with you, balance, balance, balance. This is Bob Bernie Live. One of the things that uh, prompted that little rampage was uh, an article that I saw in the Christian Post today. And uh, it is an interview with Josh Dixon. I'm, I have heard of Josh Dixon, but I had forgotten all about him. Who was he? Well, he was the top evangelical in the Obama administration, and he has been a part of the Biden 
administration. Yeah. Uh, Quote, evangelical Christian and Democrat activist Josh Dixon announced that he was leaving his position with the Biden administration. Now, now, wait, wait, wait a minute. Okay. He was the former head of faith outreach for the Biden presidential campaign, and he worked in the Obama administration as director of the Center for Faith-Based and Neighborhood Partnerships at the U.S. Department of Commerce. All right. At the risk of making a few of you really angry, I, I just want to say something. If you as an evangelical, Bible-believing Christian could not vote for Donald Trump because of things in his past, his language, his crudeness, uh, calling women names, unflattering names, uh, and you say, you know, quality or character matters, and uh, I just cannot vote for Donald Trump. I get it. I did vote for Donald Trump. And no, I didn't hold my nose. I looked at the alternatives. I looked at the positions and so forth. And yes, I voted for Donald Trump. Was he my first choice? Oh, no, 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 no. No, no. In the uh, primary, his first primary, out of the 16 candidates, he was probably number 17 on my list. Uh No, I was, no. But when he became the Republican nominee, yeah, I voted for him. Make no apologies, and I'm not sorry that I did. Uh, Anyway, I'll I'll just leave it at that. However, if you, on the other hand, say, you know, my biblical convictions, I, I look at, again, his coarseness, his language, I, I can't vote for him. I get it. I, I get it. I'm not. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to judge you. I'm just okay. Well, we'll agree to disagree. On the other hand, if you are a Bible believing evangelical Christian who voted for Joe Biden, I, I, I don't get that. I I don't I don't understand that. And this, talk about an oxymoron. Again, I'm quoting, evangelical Christian and Democrat activist Josh Dixon. Whoa, wait, wait, time out. An evangelical Christian would find themselves at odds and opposition with much, if not most, of the Democrat Party platform. If you are an evangelical Bible-believing Christian, you do not, you cannot support abortion. Joe Biden is the most pro-abortion president in American history. You can't justify voting for someone who wants to murder innocent, unborn children. An evangelical Bible-believing Christian cannot support the Democrat Party's position on marriage, family, gender, transgenderism. You can't do that. 
because you find yourself at odds with the Bible, the Word of God. The Bible is not ambiguous about marriage, gender, sexuality. It is absolutely clear. It's it's not fuzzy in any way. I there was a time, in fact, I've been doing a, a talk show here on WRFD for over thirty years. And if I would go back 30 years ago, when I first began doing it on Saturday mornings while I was pastoring a a wonderful church here in the community, I could say, you know what? Um, Yeah, I normally vote Republican, but, you know, if a Democrat candidate really came out with positions that, uh, you know, that I agree with, I could probably vote for a Democrat. That was 30 years ago. Today, no way. Absolutely no way. The Democrat Party stands in absolute opposition to so many things that any evangelical Christian should espouse. So like I said, you're an evangelical Christian and you say, I I, I can't support Trump. Okay. We'll agree to disagree, but I get it. I, I, I understand. I understand your point. I, you know, I do. I understand your point. But if you tell me I am a Bible-believing, Christ-loving, evangelical Christian, and I'm going to vote for members of the Democrat Party, you, you've got me stumped. I, I, I don't get it. I do not understand. I I just don't. I challenge you to think and discern from a biblical point of view. Thank you for joining me. Have a great evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.